Well, welcome to the Life of the Fools podcast. I'm here with a special guest today, coming all the way from Nicaragua. Man, Mike Morelli, back on the show. Welcome back, Mike. What's up, brother? Great Dude, to be here. it is awesome to be in your presence again. It's been a long time coming. You've been up to so much, traveling the world, doing your thing, and being body bag because that's what you do. <laughs> no, no, seriously, man. It's just, it's epic to see what you do in your life and how you're open to wherever life pivots. So, what's been going on lately? Great to be here, man, by the way. House is beautiful. Thank and, you. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, recently got back from Nicaragua and uh, Costa Rica. I was living down in Central America for the last year and just really wanted to surf. Really wanted to be in the sun. So, um, recently, we were just talking about this before we started recording, but I was doing that life coaching business, mindset coaching business for entrepreneurs with my good buddy, Scott Rowley. Uh, we'd run the company for the last three years and it just got to a point within the last few months where it just no longer was fun, right? It, it, it got to a point where full burnout, unfortunately, hate to say that, but it is what it is. And, um, so now I'm just in like a new pivot of my life and man, I feel like, uh, I was saying to my buddy, you know, your life is almost like a book. It really is. It's, it's cliche to say, but it is, it's, it's really like a book. If you, if you look back and put all the pieces together and I feel like I'm entering like the third act, you know, first act, it's probably when I was young to maybe, I don't know, 15 years old and then, or 18. And then second act was thinking back to going into SUNY Cortland university, which is like a major area of my life because of. I had so much anxiety leaving high school, mm. you know, people thought I was the extroverted guy, but I was so much anxiety, panic wow. attacks. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. And then breaking out of that and going to university and being like, wow, I can live away from home and, and then getting into hiking and, you know, starting to travel the world. Now I feel like this third act is me at 31 years old. Now I have some entrepreneurial experience on my belt, been traveling for the last 10 years, but I've learned so much from mentors and, um, investing a lot in myself and breaking away from the business that I was just running to now I feel like, wow, I have just been grateful to say it, but just so much opportunity in my life. And I feel like I'm in the best position ever to just, yeah, just really fulfill any dream that I, that I've got in my mind right now. So I, I just feel excited, man. I, I feel really energized. No, that's, that's awesome. I mean, so many times in people's lives, what I hear, I see, I listen to them and they say, you know, they're apprehensive to embrace change, mm. you know, but the only time that we're going to grow, the only time we're going to expand, the only time that we're going to get to the next level and find what it is that we're truly seeking is through change. Right. And you've been someone who's been open to that ever since I've known you over the course of the last couple of years, but throughout your whole life. I mean, you said act one, act two, act three. I mean, it's changing scenes. It's changing seasons. Yeah. People get stuck in a rut and they decide, hey, you know what? I'm not going to do it. Or they wake up one day and say, I'm missing out on a lot and I'm not living in the present and I'm not chasing down what I truly desire. And here's the thing. Maybe we don't know exactly what that is, but as long as we're moving forward, Something good is bound to happen. Yeah. The change thing is interesting because 
like when I leaving peak prosper was a no brainer for me, but it was also very uncomfortable. I actually hired a, so when I was in Nicaragua, um, one of the, uh, people out there that I became friends was friends with was this girl named Hannah. And she was also like a mindset coach for entrepreneurs. And we were surfing together a bunch and, uh, we went out for coffee one morning. She's an amazing person. And she started telling me about what she does. And she just, because she's a good coach, she just started asking me questions. Right. And then I just said, look, I need to, I need to hire you for a session because I need someone to pull the truth out of me, you know, whether I should leave this business or not. Um, and because, you know, just so the listeners understand over the last year, I've been battling internally with, is this really the right path for me? Am I just experiencing Mm. self doubt or do I, or is my soul telling me, dude, this is out of alignment. Wow. So, I said to Hannah, and this is a, you know, I think good coaches are few and far between, unfortunately. Um, she just asked questions. That's when you know someone's really good at what they do is they just listen to you and they ask questions. Um, and so we did a session together and we sat down. She just asked me questions for like 45 minutes. And at the end of that, I said, oh, wow, thank you. Like now I need, now I know that I need to leave my business. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, the mission was accomplished, yeah. right? That session. Yeah. Fruitful. Yeah, so, dude, so fruitful. And I went home that day. I called Scott and I just said, um, you know, hey, man, th- this is, uh, I have to tell you that, like, I'm leaving the business. And he understood. And um, a couple months later, he actually wound up leaving it as well. But, you know, with change, like, don't get me wrong. I mean, when I started this new opportunity recently, I had anxiety and, and fear, but I understand where it's coming from. So it doesn't affect me as much. And what I mean to say by that is fear it doesn't come from you. Your negative thoughts and negative emotions or positive thoughts and positive emotions, they don't come from you. They come from the mind. You're not your mind. So when someone has a thought that produces fear or they experience the emotion of fear, they think that something is wrong with them. They think Mm. something is happening to them. But really, it is just the mind that is playing a trick on you. And it's the same trick that has played on the billions of humans that have ever existed on planet Earth. So for me, just through the work of... being obsessed over the last few years with with living a life of freedom and ultimately realizing that freedom really means freedom from the mind because that is the only thing that ever keeps you from living a life of freedom right the mind is really the only thing that keeps you in a place of imprisonment because it's always the fears it's always the doubts it's always the insecurities and anxieties those things come from the mind they're not you so at this point i realize it's a game it's a game at the end of the day, when you are in a place where you are at one moment in your day, in the morning, you could be happy waking up in the morning, sun shining, happy 30 minutes later, you're you have anxiety. That is the, just the, the life of a human being. And eventually that anxiety goes away, right? By lunchtime, you're happy again. After doing your workout, you start to realize that the same patterns of life repeat over and over and over again. Okay. It's a game. Life is ultimately a game. You just have to learn to have fun with it. And I think for me, after leaving that business and um, leaving Nicaragua, I was like dead broke. Mm. I mean, I had money and investments, but that didn't want to pull out. Sure. But it might, dude, I, I, my, my personal bank account went down to $300. I had no money. And I was laughing because I was like, this is a game. I know that money's going to come back in very quickly. And it did. No one... <laughs> The, 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 the biggest takeaway, Dan, is seeing that the same patterns of my life 
continue to repeat over and over and over again, just like history does, but they just take on a different form. It's just that the mind is so convincing that we think that this time is different. Mm. So change, it's, it's just a part of nature at the end of the day. And so I think just kind of to wrap up a, a long rant and make it full circle is that just viewing it all as a game has made life so much more fun and enjoyable. Well, thank you for sharing that. One thing I want to get back to is you mentioned something that really stuck with me. You said your soul was out of alignment. And then as you unpack that and beautifully illustrated what that meant in your own life, your own journey, and thank you for the transparency, the authenticity, really speaks volumes of the kind of person that you are. And hopefully for people out there that they can come to grips with who they are when they look at themselves in the mirror and understand more about where they're at right now, but ultimately that they don't have to stay there, okay? But when you think about a soul out of alignment, and then you think about this mindfulness and people getting caught up in their mind, how do you change the channel? Because anxiety and fear is definitely a reality for so many people, yep. but it is getting caught up in the weeds and the thoughts that hold people down and impinge them from really getting anywhere in their life. It's like they're spinning, you know, they're going through this cycle and you mentioned that, right? You can see the ebbs and the flows, the highs and the lows, even in the course of a day and within two hours. Yep. How do you overcome that? Because mindfulness, right? You read all of these great philosophers, you read people like Eckhart Tolle and just those that have become experts of mindfulness. And I think you're on your way there. Mindfulness is an interesting thing because, and I don't mean to say, you know, negative things against the mindfulness community, but mindfulness, it doesn't really work because, and, and I think, and I'll talk about Eckhart Tolle in just a second, because I think they're talking about something different, but like the personal growth community has latched on to the word mindfulness. Mm. We have these apps called like Headspace and mindfulness has become like a quick fix and the mind the mind loves quick, quick fixes, right? Quick fixes don't lead to change. They never have. Mindfulness is, is almost like a pill at this point, right? Oh, I'm having anxiety. What do I have to do to change that? Well, I have to go meditate. I have to be, I have to be, um, go do mindfulness. Think of, think of what the word mindfulness even means. It means full of mind. Why would you want to be full of the very thing that's causing your, your issues, right? So it's really about mindlessness. And I got this from Kapil Gupta. Kapil Gupta is definitely not for everyone, but he is the only person that I know that speaks so unbelievably powerfully on freedom. And with freedom is truth. All right. That's why there's the saying, the truth will set you free. Amen to that. Yeah. Right. No the, doubt about it. No doubt about that. So the truth will set us free. So we have to understand the truth about how the mind works. And the truth is that if meditation freed you from the mind and I'm talking about transformational change. I'm not talking about a 30 minute meditation where you, where you're like all spiritual after right quick fix. You get a little high from yep. it and then you're back to where you were before. Yep, exactly. So if we're talking about transformational change, then we can't do meditation because we know from evidence of the millions of people around the world who meditate who are not free from their mind. So 
there actually isn't really an algorithm or a step-by-step seven-step method to experience freedom from the mind. But what I can say is that it's about understanding. So it's about understanding how the mind works. And when you really begin to evaluate the mind and to see the own, the, the same patterns that repeat in your life, this is called awareness, self-awareness. And you can start to see how the mind produces specific emotions when you do a certain thing or that when you latch on to a certain thought, how it produces negative emotion. When you start to see those patterns and you, and you start to see the consequences of your life, when you fall into those traps, that's when you'll begin to change. Mm. So it's about seeing clearly. It's about seeing things from the perspective of truth. And unfortunately, to seek the truth within yourself, you have to be willing to kind of go through some uncomfortable things about yourself. Right? Yes, you do. You do. Yeah, and, and I think that's the first blockade for most people, yeah. right? They, they don't want to come to the grips with the actual truth. So they're always hiding from it. They're always doing things to cover up the issues, the problems, the fears, the anxieties. They're seeking out something to relieve their pain, yes. right? People, a lot of people are going through a lot of pain. 100%. And some of the pain we induce on ourselves. And some of the pain just comes because that is part of what being a human being brings. Yeah. However, you said something before and you said awareness. And when I hear the word awareness, I think about presence. Yep. And I think about how in my life right now, wherever I am, whether it's listening to this podcast, it's going on a walk, it's hiking a mountain, it's shooting a basketball. How can I just be truly there? And instead of thinking about everything else that has to go on, what I'm, even if it's something positive, looking forward to, how can I just be right there? Because the time that you have at that very moment is the only guarantee. And we're not enjoying life. You know, when, when I think about why I started this platform, EF3 Life, Life to the Fullest podcast, it was because of that. I was going through my life, Mike, like a robot. Right. People who know me, well, some who haven't seen me in a while might still think that, right? <laughs> but the fact is, it's like you can get so caught up in even doing things that are good routines, things that could be positive, but you're actually missing out on what all of life has to offer because you're pre-programmed. You're already, the cycles of your life that you have lived, that you talked about before, yeah. you already subconsciously are going to just fall into it again, 100%. and then you're going to wake up one day and say, hey, why am I still doing this? Yep. Why am I not going down a path that will truly lead to freedom? That's because we're not looking deeply into our soul yep. and understanding that we are made for so much more. Yeah, That is very well said. Uh, you will continue to experience, like man forever defaults to his defaults, mm. and you will just continue to experience the same life over and over. I know it's not like super motivational, inspiring that maybe the listeners want to hear, but at this point, Dan, in my life, I'm only interested in the truth. The uncompromising truth is to just the way that things are, right? There are no surprises in life, really. There isn't. Life is ultimately a mystery, but when you look back upon your life, like if, 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 if I sit here which I've done many a time and, and looked back upon my life, I'm really not surprised with how it's turned out in a way. Now, it's a, it's a beautiful mystery, but when I piece it all together, I'm like, I'm just not surprised that I'm in this position, you know? And I think that if you did the same thing, yes, there's, there's surprises in there, but like, are you really surprised that you are where you are, living in a beautiful house with a beautiful wife, you're healthy, you know? I, I think that you're pretty happy. Are you surprised? Probably not. 
And, and, and here's the thing about that. When, when you think about it, I mean, it doesn't mean that we don't discredit or we're discrediting blessing or, you know, things that people who have helped us get there, right? There's, right. you have that gratitude, but there is truth to that. Yeah. What you're saying, there's absolute truth to that because when you reflect upon life and you actually look back at some larger moments, but even in the day to day, right? You could say, this makes sense, yep. right? This makes sense. How did I use my time? What choices did I make? What attitude and approach did I have? And and then at the end of the day, what did I miss the boat on? Right. And and maybe where I am today is not ultimately where I should be. Hopefully tomorrow I'm a little bit better. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And so, um, you mentioned earlier, what can someone do to establish presence or awareness? So. I'm not going to give anyone a prescription here or a three-step method, but think about it this way, because again, we want to understand the mind. If, if our goal is to, um, break, maybe break free of the same patterns or manifest a dream or goal that we have, whatever the case may be, everyone has a different goal at the end of the day. But, um, the mind is a barking dog. Okay. The mind is a barking dog or better yet. The mind is a dog on a leash. Mm. So, Let's picture this scene for the listeners, and we'll do it right now. Well, so I gotta interject. Go for I'm it. I'm not a big fan of dogs. Me, me neither am I. I was afraid of dogs as a kid. I know, I know some listeners out there that are, and then yeah. there's people that just love their pets, right? Yeah, yeah. But why the barking dog? Why the dog on the leash? Well, I'll just say real quick, you're the only person that I've ever met in my life who's told me up front that you don't like dogs, and I don't like dogs either. I don't like dogs, <laughs> except my buddy John's dog. <laughs> Dude, it's a German Shepherd. It's the most amazing dog ever. But And who would have thought? German Shepherd, right? Yeah, totally. The thing is, thing is amazing. So the mind is a, is a dog on a leash. Now picture yourself taking your dog for, for a walk, and you're going to go to the dog park, and the dog knows it's going to go to the dog park. And you're walking this dog, and this dog is so freaking excited, and it's like, to the point where it's dragging you along. Oh, yeah. And the dog is literally getting like strangled by the collar because it's just so excited to get to the park. And you're just getting tossed and turned. And your arm's getting worn out. And you're getting frustrated with the dog. Right? And you're now you're sweating. And you, all you want to do is get that dog off the leash. Mm. That's all you want to do. Finally, you get to the dog park. And you're trying to get in. And your dog's going freaking nuts. And finally, you're like, come here. Come here. Just stop and sit down. Stop. And you take that dog off of the leash. And the dog just sprints away and you just go, Oh, thank God. Right. And now you just get to sit there and you're totally at ease. You're totally relaxed and you're watching the dog run around the dog park. That is the mind. So most people live their life walking their dog to the dog park, Mm. getting dragged around. Oh, I have a thought about this about me, or I have a thought about that, or, oh, I ex- I'm experiencing anxiety, or, oh, I experience some sadness, or, oh, I'm happy now. Yay, I'm happy. And then, um, you know, life does this to you, and now, you know, oh, my bank account's lower, and it's just, the mind, listen, the mind will not stop, ever. It's something I've realized. So... If the mind is the dog on the leash and you were way more relaxed when you took the dog off the leash, then just let the mind do what the mind does. I have experienced the highest levels of freedom. I'm so passionate about talking about this now. I've truly experienced the highest levels of freedom and happiness and inner calm in my life when I stopped every attempt, and I mean every attempt, to quiet my mind. 
don't do it. Don't waste, don't waste a minute more of your life trying to do it because I promise you it doesn't work. And if you want the evidence, look at everyone in the personal growth space, look at everyone meditating, look at everyone, um, you know, going to the gym and blasting music in their ears. You will forever default back to the mind Mm. until you stop playing the game. The mind is, the mind is, is out doing its own thing. Let it be a dog and run around the dog park. Just watch it. Observe it. Observe the mind. That is it. Don't try to change it. Don't try to manipulate it. Yeah, so when these thoughts are coming into people's heads, instead of saying, oh, I can't think about this. That's terrible. Blah, blah, blah. blah. Beat yourself up about it. You know, and then the thought consumes someone and then it oftentimes will lead them to take certain kinds of action that is detrimental to what they should be doing is to just allow it to flow through. Yep understand all right this thought came it's a thought it's why are we attaching ourselves to it that's another thing that i want to talk to you about because it's dan all fires burn out oh my gosh all fires burn out they also burn out if you have some water too <laughs> <laughs> or some tea i got but, this is but don't yeah tea. that's that's some good stuff too <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's november and the weather's turning here in upstate new york but what a great thing to think about right now because if you add gasoline to the fire it's just going to blow up and a lot of times people are just hanging on to that leash so tightly yep. that it just becomes suffocating yep and they're living in this this like it's not even an actual reality right. they're living inside their heads so much to the fact that they're missing everything else that's happening around them yep. and they're their own worst enemy actually for many years of my life, that, that was the case. To me, get to, me too. To get real with you. And, and I think it's important for people to know that because let's, let's face it. And I was one of those guys. When I met you for the first time, I was like, holy, and I can't, you know, I'm trying to keep it non-colorful on this <laughs> podcast, but it's like, is this guy for real? Mm-hmm. Like somebody who's so full throttle, who's so full of life, energy, just positivity, working hard, chasing down Whatever it is that you desired, and and I mean that with all sense, like I have so much respect. You actually gave me a, a text message today and you said, hey, are you available? And I was like, there's a lot of people in this world that are, I, I'm busy. Sure. You're one of them? Yeah. I'll make time. Like there, there's no doubt about it. Mike has an hour. <laughs> We're doing this thing. Right on. Okay. And here's the thing. I would hope that there's some aspects of each and every one of us that people aspire to take something away from. We made someone else's life better. We impacted it. They look up to us in some way. We have people that we look up to role models in our life. However, however, when you go through something very difficult, when you are living in that world of on the leash all the time, it's almost impossible for certain people to see where you're at today and to believe that. Yeah. Uh, you can go back and listen to the podcast that we did. It was like, was that like three years ago now? Yeah. Even in that point, I was still really struggling. Um, like for the listeners, you know, my, my, my story, which I'm, uh, uh, we're working on getting rid of this final chapter of it, but essentially, you know, I got into this space because I shattered my heel bone in a climbing accident really, really serious injury. Um, it took three surgeries and pretty much like six years to recover from. 
And that brought me to a place of like severe depression, um, kind of had some thoughts about suicide, um, mm. and, um, nothing extremely serious on that realm, but I just share that, you know, those thoughts were definitely there for sure. Um, there was a risk that I might never walk again, uh, normally without pain or limp. Um, and I'm like an extremely active person, surfing, climbing, being in the mountains, nature is just, that's my soul. That's just ultimately who I am and where I'm meant to be. So that brought, that injury brought out an extreme amount of just, yeah, all my insecurities, all my fears, all the stuff that happened to me in high school, all the traumas that I had to work through. So I had to confront all those things over the last six years. You know, I've spent a ton of money on working with life coaches, mindset coaches, hypnotherapists. I was committed to like, I don't know why this is Dan, but like freedom has always just been my core value. Ever since I was a kid, I hated school. I didn't want to raise my hand. I thought following the rules is stupid. I still think following the rules is stupid. I want to live my own life. I want to be my own person. And that's just it. And that's to the fullest. Right to, to, to the that, fullest. That, that, that is truly what it is yeah. though. And for people out there who's like, what is he talking about? You can do whatever you want. Well, yeah, you can do whatever you want you because really you can. only have one life to live. And if you're not living that way, what are you doing? Only society has convinced you otherwise. Because society is the, is the most destructive force to freedom that there mm. is. Your thoughts to the point, society is so destructive that the thoughts that you think are not yours. They are not you. You didn't choose your thoughts. Where do they come from? They come from society. They they come from culture. They come from what you've heard. They've come from your parents. They've come from what you learned in high school. And I'm not saying these things are good or bad, but they just are what they are. And, and that is the truth. Again, what I'm speaking about is freedom. That's not everyone's path. That's just a path. It's my path. And what I am so passionate about speaking about is for those who are seeking to live a life of freedom. Not, not everyone, most people are not looking for the path of freedom. That's not a good or a bad thing. It's just different, mm. right? Some, some people are looking for a totally, uh, like maybe Gandhi or Christ, we're looking for a different path. I'm not sure, right? Again, not right or, not right or wrong, but it's just understanding that, thyself, knowing thyself. Well, that, that's it. It's taking a, a true, deep, inner look into your soul, Yep. right? Because amidst all this cloudiness in the mind of being attached to it like the dog on the leash when you can release the leash and then you can look truly deeply within freedom is found there because all that other stuff all that junk all of that disconnect from what actually life is supposed to be about yep you're able to understand by observing it and then releasing the things that are hanging you up. Yep. The soul is so much deeper. It's so much more. How do you say it? It has just so much more value because that's who someone is. Yep. And I think our society today never really even takes a small glimpse into that in their own self, oh let alone God. other people when they meet you as a person. Yep. All the preconceived notions, the judgments, the all this stuff is like, it's so superficial and so surface level. Why Why can you not have a conversation with somebody that you meet and get deep or vulnerable? You just shared something with us today that most people would never reveal. And I applaud you for that. But that's why you are understanding and you are experiencing freedom. Right. Because you're able to do that. Well, let me, let me add something here. Because 
there, and I've learned a lot, like a lot of what I'm saying here is coming from Kapil Gupta. I have to give credit where credit is due. Like if it wasn't for this mentor, um, then, then I wouldn't be speaking on these things. But, um, like again on freedom, you have a human has to realize this. Okay. You didn't change your name. Oh, so you didn't choose your name. You didn't choose where you were born. You didn't choose your parents. You didn't choose um, the language that you speak. You didn't choose any of those things, all right? They were chosen for you. You didn't choose even choose what you learned in school. Mm. Now, we think that we have free will, all right? We love, to, we love to think that we have free will. But if you really look back, a lot of your life was not of your own accord. Now, I realized in the last year, I was like, wow, Mike Morelli's made up. He's a made up person. The mind is the most convincing salesman and marketer in the entire world. You'll never. I just got to interject. Go. Did, you, did you enter stage left or right? Because you're act one, two, three, Mike Morelli, the made up character. It's a, he's a made up character. And um, when, I, when I really realized that, I was like, oh my God. Now, you're talking to a, 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 a body here. Like I'm not, it's not like I'm a ghost, right? But the name of Mike Morelli, the identity of Mike Morelli is sure. made up. Well, and it's also, it's also what people think. Right, you are. They, <laughs> their their opinions. Totally. They're just like their observations. Um, and and a lot of time, most of the time, it's not the truth. Right. Because because did, yeah. did they did they really take the time to truly get to know you and to listen to hear you out and to understand what makes you tick? Probably ninety nine point nine percent of people didn't. And, and they didn't because they see things through the filter of their own mind. Mm. They're not seeing things through, through the lens of truth. They're seeing, things, they're seeing things based on the lens of what they heard and what was programmed into them from their society and their culture and their parents. You know, that, that's, that's the way that 99.999% of people are seeing life. It's through a filter. And the filter is the very thing that's causing all of your frustrations and anxieties and fears and doubts. Don't look anywhere else. It's your own mind. It's actually not even you, mm. I would say. Really? Like, I used to think that, oh, you are your own problem, but it's not. It's really, it's your mind. And it's the belief that you are your mind. The belief. Attaching yourself yeah. to that belief. Exactly. And there's a lot of people out there, right? Whether they love you, hopefully they do. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> but but even if they hate you, like, does that really matter? Like, people are so um, caught up in the fact of, like, they're just the way that other people see them. Right. But does that really matter? Like, is that their life? Are they the one living that out? Are they so just inundated with, oh, well, you know, I have this opinion about this person. Why are you spending so much time and attention on that? How about start trying to seek freedom right. and truth in your own life? Right. The reason, the reason that people don't do that, and, and I just want to say too that I, you know, I hope this doesn't sound like judgmental or, or anything, but again, it's just the way that things are. Like the truth hurts sometimes. Yeah, it, 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 it does. And the reason that people don't do that is because the greatest fear that a human has in their life is of themselves. That is the greatest fear. It's not death. It's of themselves. That everything that they believed was a lie. And I'll just tell you, it's a lie. Like, don't look any, don't look any farther. The story that you've told yourself for the last X number of years is just not even true. It's just not. And that's so scary for people because here's why 
Well, if that's a lie, then who am I really? Mm. That scares the dude. That scares the hell out of people. But the funny thing is, is that on the other side of that coin is freedom. That's where true happiness and bliss is. When you realize that that was a complete game. And when you really start to listen to yourself and it's a feeling who you are is really a feeling. It's when you're in these certain experiences or you do certain things that you get this soul feeling that I don't even know why I feel Dan. I don't know why that when I'm in the woods, I went on a walk just by your house the other day. Cause you live by the pine bush and dude, I was out the other day, just a two mile walk through the pine bush. And it was, it was bluebird skies, sunny, 70 degrees leaves were falling from the trees. Dude, I almost started crying. Wow. I don't know why. Well, I don't, it, I don't it, know why. It's because that's what you were made for. And, and I know and there's that. No, and there doesn't need to be an explanation. You yep. said it. It's a feeling and you can feel it deeply within. It's not this thought, oh, this is nice. This is happy. I'm having fun. Right. I'm enjoying this experience and it's fleeting. No, it's at such a deeper level. And because there's no real explanation, that truly tells you, you said the mystery of life, but that tells yep. you that there's truth in that. Yep. Th- that is That is it. Our mind wants us to create label. The mind mm. wants you to put a label and a stamp on it. You're not a stamp. You're not, I am a white male that it bl- that is a, you know, liberal or whatever. You're not that. Society has convinced you of that, right? Free yourself from the labels and understand that the labels come from the mind and society. Start to pay attention to how you feel when you're in certain situations, like when you're uh, doodling about something on your sketch pad and you just, you lost yourself. You lost the mind and you were just there. That's a clue. Life is giving you clues every single day about who you truly are, your true nature. But we're too busy with our freaking Game Boys and phones and mm. social media. Delete all of that. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it. Delete it right now. Dude, I deleted all my social media two months ago. I don't think I'll ever go back. Here's the other thing it's that a tool, you though. did. And I, and I got to share this because when you share this with me, you said, hey, I'm, I might not be accessible for a week or so. Yeah. And I was like, that is a, a beautiful thing. That's Why? Because, because you unplugged. Yeah. I think if people are able to do that from even time to time, they they can lose themselves in whatever they're doing. That's true presence. Yeah. When you lose the, all right, I'm looking at the clock. I'm counting down the minutes. Uh, where do I got to go next? What What is, you know, and it's not to say don't plan out your life. It's not to say don't have goals and aspirations, but it's the, you said the freedom is in the fact of just being yeah. and just doing. Yeah. And And when you do that, the feeling on the inside, like it's indescribable. For people out there who might just think this is so counterculture to what they're used to, look at, look at culture then. Look at culture. If it's counterculture to, to what you're used to, then look at what culture is doing to you right now. Is it working? No. no. Most people are unhappy. Most people are unhappy. It's manipulation. Yes. If, if like a lot of times when people hear these things, it's so radical. It's so radical that people are like, Dude, that's crazy. Okay, then you might as well just keep doing what everyone else is doing. And most people are unhappy, unhealthy, and broke. And it's crazy to live life that way. And it's insane to live life that way. Because what is natural is is what is nature, ultimately. Nature is natural. And the way that we're going about life right now is completely unnatural. It goes against nature. And it's not working. It's not working. So if you're looking for the truth... Then look at look at society and culture and, and evaluate that and say, oh, well, when you really evaluate it, you dude, I don't want any part of that. Now, I know that I live within society, I know that I live within culture, and it's not it's not good or bad per se, but just seeing 
seeing the effects. How, how does this affect me? Oh, well, there's negative impacts and I don't want to do that anymore. I don't care how convincing uh, people are to say to me that, you know, social media builds relationships. Dude, I've evaluated it for myself. Social media is not a good or bad thing, but for Mike Morelli, it doesn't have a place in his life right now. That's so, and, and that, and that's what's great about it. You can decide and choose to say, "Hey, this isn't for me. I'm not going to do it anymore." And because of that, your your life can be better because of it. For sure, people are just—I don't know—they don't have enough courage, right? Right? They they don't have enough wherewithal to say, "Hey, so what if my friends are going to think X, Y, or Z?" Does it matter what people are thinking? And you don't even, and, and what they think doesn't matter. That's not even, we already talked about this. Yeah. They're the dog on the leash too. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you're aware and you're, they are. There's a lot of dogs on a lot of leashes. You got to release them. Just don't release them in my neighborhood because I'm running away. No, dude, they're filled. They're <laughs> all over your neighborhood. <laughs> but in all seriousness, right? You go out into nature and that is your, your place. Yeah. That's your place. People have it. For for me, there's a lot of places. One of them is is going into church, Beautiful. right? Yep. And spending time with God. Another one is on the basketball court. Oh, like really? I I just lose it. Like nothing else matters. I'm shooting the ball, and even if I'm shooting bricks, it doesn't matter. I'm having a great time. Oh really? Basketball. Un- basketball. People out there, what is your passion? What is something that makes you truly come alive? Right. How are you losing yourself in these activities and what are you doing to, to change it up? Because, you know, we and, and I was talking about this actually in the last podcast. This is what I like to call separation season. And the reason for it is we're getting into the holidays. We're getting into Thanksgiving, Christmas, and we already have those cycles. You know it, right? The places you got to go. You got, and, and, and there's a lot of good things. There's a lot of family. There's, there's beauty in it. But what are you going to do differently over the next 60 days that's going to change how 2023 is going to begin? Right. What are you going to do to unleash yourself? Yeah. The Life to the Fullest podcast is brought to you by EF3 Life. Make sure to visit ef3life.com for more episodes of this podcast, as well as resources and books like my bestseller, Fire Burning Within. Fiercely taking on life to achieve victory with God, leading you every step of the way. And make sure to follow us at EF3Life on social media. And when I think about someone like what you're doing, I mean, you're, you're soon going to be flying to Hawaii. Yeah. And you said to me before this, hey, I'm going to go maybe for a couple months. We're going to see what happens. I want, might want to go to South America. But nothing's written in stone. Too many times in people's lives, it's so pre-prescribed. Right. They're writing it. You have to have a pencil and have that eraser and just understand, hey, if it goes this way, great. And if it doesn't, that's okay too. But what is it that I'm really living for? And if you're living for just trying to make a lot of money, well, guess what? You might achieve that, but then what? Right. If you're living for, hey, this nice house or this career or, you know, getting to the top of them. If you're living for truth and freedom, you will always be fulfilled. Right. Yeah, because it's, there's, there's like, f- to be free, there's a few principles, right? So one is you can't need anything. By definition, if you need something, you're not free. You're a slave to it. You're attached to it, right? So as soon as you need, like, pay attention to when you say, I need and again, what we're Dan and I are talking about is we're talking about freedom. 
right? That, that's just it. That's really the nature of what the, where this conversation is going. So as soon as you need something, I need to feel, I need to have, um, you're, you're, you're already creating an attachment and an attachment is the belief that someone or something is responsible for your happiness. Mm. So attachments are the ultimate destroyer for happiness and freedom. So for me, I've got a vision for my life for the next year. That's it. That's the only thing I have a few goals that come from that, but dude, I, I, I'm at this place now where I've realized how, uh, how much like striving for something has like affected my happiness and anxiety. And I'm at this point right now where I'm just like, yeah, I'm just going to do what I want to do every day and everything else will take care of itself. Yeah, see what happens. Ride yeah. the wave. When you, dude, when you were a kid, right? When you were a kid, you didn't have dreams and goals. You didn't have aspirations. You didn't have uh, a crypto wallet. You didn't, and I'm not saying, you know, well, I own crypto, but you didn't have, a, <laughs> you didn't have a 401k. You weren't pu- putting together your 10 year plan. You weren't judging people because you were pure. This is before society destroyed you and programmed you, right? So true. When you were a kid, you were you were the purest. You didn't have an ego or identity. You just were, right? The goal, no, not I don't want to even say the goal because that is a prescription, but if you can think back to when you were a kid, you were loving everyone and everything. You were seeing things through fresh eyes every day. You were excited just to be. You weren't caught up in the mind. You weren't creating goals. You weren't creating plans. You weren't thinking about what you're going to eat for lunch tomorrow. You were just taking each day as it comes. To go back to that place is, is a gift. And that's what I'm trying to work on every day. Like I, I really pay attention to my thought patterns. Yesterday, I found myself like planning out Hawaii and like, okay, well, like, what am I going to do with my schedule at this, like at this time? And, da, da, da. and I was like, whoa, 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 stop. Don't do that. Come back. Just, just let that go because that's an illusion. And I know with certainty, here's the, here's the key to the listeners. I know with certainty that whatever I'm thinking about in my mind is going to work itself out. Why? Truth, direct truth right now, because it always has. Mm. It's always worked out. Every anxiety or insecurity about the future that you've ever had, somehow, some way, it figured itself out. Don't do that ever again. Yeah, and the other part of it is there's going to be ultimately things that are going to disrupt what you expect. You're going to have this plan. You're going to just think, all right, well, it's going to go X and there's going to be variables that come and you're going to get derailed. Yep. That that's going to happen. It's that's truth too, right? That's truth. And that happens in nature. Just, I mean, look at it right now. My in-laws are flying back from Florida and you know, they had this plan. Oh, we're going to land at two 30 and then whatever. And then the storm, literally a hurricane coming through and it's gonna be really another hurricane you be kidding me. but but the point is you said nature shows us the way right. that, that that is the case right that is the case and for people out there that are having maybe just it's starting to resonate with them let it marinate a little bit more go back and rewind and listen to the last 10 minutes and what mike is talking about because what he's sharing with you is just that it's truth the truth will set you free. And for those people out there who are going to say the, the, for lack of a better word, idiotic question, oh, what is truth? You know what it is, actually. Yeah, you do. You do. But you're too scared, too worried, too uncourageous enough to say, hey, I'm going to make some big changes in my life, and I'm not going to allow myself to get in the way. Yeah. People, and I was one of them, go with the flow. 
I mean, I couldn't do that. That that was like that would paralyze me yep. a few years ago because we want to be in control. Yep. 100% control. When you lose control, you said it. You said if anything, if I need it, right? I'm not free. Yep. Well, that's all about control. 100%. It, it, it's attachment. So people say I need to be in control. That person's never in control. That means that the mind is actually in control of you and you're grasping for control. People who who are like, oh, I'm a control freak. That person is never in control. Hmm. That person is that person's internal state, I know it is filled with anxiety. They're they are so tight. They're like wound up so freaking tight. And <laughs> It's just, that's an illusion. The control thing is an illusion. You don't control anything. You really don't. Very, you control very little. You control the choices that you make. But other than that, come on. Now, you said something a few minutes ago that really struck me. You said when you were a child, you knew the truth or closest to it because all these other things didn't matter. You're not in the mind, but you're in the moment. I, I look at my, my nephew's five years old. Yeah. Not a care in the world, not too many fears, just being a kid and just loving life, truly filled with what you said internally, like spirit, yep. right? Yep. And then I think about what Jesus said. He said, unless you become like these, like a little child, you will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. And what I think he was truly talking about, yes, heaven, maybe not here on earth, but actually experiencing that ultimate freedom right here, right now, it can be yours. Yep. But people refuse to see it and they refuse to live it. Yo, I was just saying that to my mom the other day. I, Dude, that's crazy because Christ was the original free thinker. He was. He was the, he was the OG free thinker. He was about freedom and Yo, he's so radical. They nailed that guy to a cross, right? Mm. He was that radical. What a, what he's the all timer, man. And be like children. So who's like a lot of times adults look at children as like, oh, they're like, we kind of look at kids as like stupid or like, yeah, you look down upon. They're like ignorant, right? Mm. (laughs) No, no. We have way more to learn from kids than kids have to learn from adults. If anything, the adults poison little kids with all of our insecurities and all of the things that we went through because most humans have not worked through their own internal roadblocks and they raise kids and they project their reality onto them and an adult will hear that and say who's what who's this guy to say anything by the token that a parent in india would see life from a completely different perspective so who's right and who's wrong neither but the reality is, is that each is projecting a different reality onto their kids based on what they perceive is, oh, this is, this is the way life is. So really, we have way more to learn from kids because they're pure. They're not tainted yet. They haven't gone through traumas. They haven't grown up in a school which told them that this is the only way to think about life and that these are the quote unquote facts, right? Facts. Yeah. God. <laughs> so the, the facts are the truth. It's backed by data. Oh, boy. Um, so it's... It's really getting back to that place like Christ talked about and getting back to that place takes some work. It, mm. it, it takes like understanding one's true self is not about addition. It's not about, hey, this is who I am. It's actually about an elimination process. So don't, might as, first off, better to figure out who you're not. Than who, who you're you are. not. Yes, <laughs> that is right. That's right. Shed the layers. Sure. 
right? Shed the layers. Here's another thing. Jesus went off by himself to pray. He went off by himself into the wilderness. You know how many times it says that in scripture? Well, you go out into the wilderness. Sure. People who unplug. You ask anybody who has taken the opportunity to go to a lake, to a mountain, to the ocean, and they truly unplug for like a week, they will say to you, Mike, I was free. I felt so much better. Why? Because they weren't being controlled, not only by a device, but where they were with the people. We are communicative human beings. Right? We were made to be with others one-on-one and in groups. Why? Because it's relational. Sure. It's relational. And when you detach yourself from all the noise, then you can start seeing a little bit more clearly. You talked about this earlier, awareness. So where can people begin? Because, yes, they're coming from a myriad of places in their life. We don't know exactly where they're at. But we heard on this episode today about truthfulness. We heard about seeking freedom. If you're somebody that's caught up in the anxiety like both of us were, how do we take even a small step today to make sure that we're getting a little bit closer to that freedom? Yeah, it's like, I think it starts off with figuring out what you ultimately want. Just go from there, right? Just Just go from where you want first. And as you start to pursue that, if that's not ultimately what you want, then it just requires you to dig a little deeper. But mm. the the people say it's all about the journey, not a, it's about the journey, not the destination. No, it's definitely about the destination. <laughs> How would you go on a journey? <laughs> it's definitely about the destination. So figure out the destination that you want to get to, and that will start to clear a path for you. The problem the problem that people are going to run into after leaving this podcast episode is that they're gonna they're gonna want like an uh, <laughs> they're going to want a quick fix. Mm. That's going to be the trap. That's the trap of the mind. And the la- the worst thing that you can do is like go meditate after this and think that that's going to be the, what you need to do. So, um, like it's difficult to say, man, because almost answering that question almost gives someone a pres- prescription, right? Like, and the prescription is the problem because the prescription comes from society. And I'm so glad you said that because there is no answer there, there really isn't because it's different for every person but but here's what I, here's what i can say after this podcast episode to give you a clue the listener a clue is that the the problem is the mind the problem is not the mind itself but the belief that you are your mind and the mind is the thing that's producing the thoughts and emotions so when you take that dog off of the leash and you no longer try to sway the mind, convince the mind, battle with the mind, argue with the mind, suppress the mind. When you just truly let the mind do what the mind does, then you will start to gain massive amounts of clarity. You will begin to shed a skin mm-hmm. that you've never felt yourself shed before. Here's why. Clarity is going to come from a place when you have less anxiety, when you have the less burden of thought. People are so burdened by their thoughts and emotions every day. Think of, think about the amount of hours that people spend every day just trying to get them to a place, getting themselves to a place of like relative calm. It's cr- like if you Equal really Gabriel. evaluated yeah. that, man, think about how much energy and time and mental bandwidth that consumes alone. So no wonder people don't have any time left for themselves at the end of it all. You have to give yourself time and space. So, so be patient. 
you have you have to be like <laughs> there's no like i didn't me and you like we didn't get there like i'm not we're not at, like a finish line no we're still not there there never will be a finish yeah, line yeah. i think that's one thing that people have to understand and that's not doomsday recipe that's no. not like oh it's, it's never gonna be yeah exactly because the minute that you put a limit on it the minute that there is a quote-unquote finish line or a peak of something yeah. that means that you're done what's the point after that right there's only one way you could go right right down. totally you <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> don't want to do that yeah when I when I realized that like there was no there's no need for me to to realize like I'm not trying to get to a finish line anymore that has given me so much peace in my life because I'm just starting to like see things in a way way more like I wish you had met me you know you Nikki B you talk to Nikki B that would be a good reference point of like kind of who I was uh, like maybe seven or eight years ago just like. I'm, I mean, I, I still am. I'm extremely high energy, but a little more calmer these days, a little more um, peaceful. But I kind of th- lost my train of thought. But yeah, there. but here's the thing. If I would have met you seven or eight years ago yeah. and you were who you are today, I wouldn't have been ready for that. Yeah. that That's the whole thing, too. It's like we met when we were supposed to yeah. because my maturity, my spiritual journey, my um dog was on a tight leash was it right oh yeah it's not like little bow wow let the dogs out like no no we it was it was wound up and and still sometimes there's days where i battle that and 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 that's okay that's just authentic that's what it is yeah totally but it's being aware of it that that's the biggest thing right that's being aware of it but understand like when you meet somebody you could say oh well i would have been more prepared here's the thing we met because that was what was supposed to happen. Yeah. But there's so many people out there that, and we met on a boat for a bachelor party. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were there to have a good time to celebrate, but you never know who you're going to come into contact with yeah. if you're aware. Yeah. Right? If you're aware. Yeah, exactly. And, and what I was going to say, too, is like seven or eight years ago, I feel like I was a totally different person. I mean... Like my internal state was like a disaster and I was just like addicted to dopamine hits and, you know, just always trying to fill my day with being happy. And now I just don't really care. And like whether I'm like sad or happy or like the other day I was like kind of feeling depressed. It's kind of weird. Like I, not weird, but I like had an amazing day hiking and I like cooked up a steak and then like sat down on the couch and just been eating like steak every night. And, uh, I like got hit with a wave. Of I hope like, you ate dinner before you came into my house. I'm a vegan, so that would are be you really? really tough. Yeah, I mean, you know, everybody teaches their own, right? Wow, I wouldn't have guessed. I would thought you would eat, eat the steaks every night. Oop, my bad. Right I on. did at one point. Right on. Yeah. Um, and Who so, knows? And maybe that will. But maybe I'll bring it back. Yeah, dude. Right. Boy, I, you you eating steak every night? That testosterone would be through the roof. But um, I got hit with like a wave of like depression, just like like over oh, like 20 minutes. The old me. I would have done like breath work mm. and like, oh, like what's going on? Like read like a book or like put on something inspirational on YouTube. And I was like, all right, I didn't do anything. I just sat on the couch. So I was like, oh, okay. Like not, I'm depressed. Oh, there's, there's that emotion. And what is wrong with me? No, yeah. no. It's just no. like, oh, there's, there's that like emotion that came in. It's not positive or negative. It just came in. And I was like, oh, whatever. Like, like a fly that like buzzed around my head. And I like 20 minutes later. I was like, oh, wow, that's completely gone. I was like laughing at something. I was, I was watching like a surf documentary. I don't know. I was watching something. And I was like, oh, that was gone. But I didn't 
the key is I didn't try to fix it. I didn't attach to it. I didn't think it was me. I didn't wonder where it was coming from. Like, it was just like, it's a rain cloud that passes. And mm. that is the mind. That, that, that is a great analogy, a rain cloud that passes. The attachment is where people then go down that rabbit hole and then they go down to this point of like almost sometimes, and I was there to a point of no return. Yeah. And, and it really does some real detrimental, devastating things, not only to yourself, but to relationships, right, with other people. Because no matter what you do in your life, it's not going to just affect you. Good, bad, or indifferent, it's going to impact other people. Yeah. And I say that not for people to worry about what they're doing and care about what other people think about what they're doing. I honestly, and I'd say this truthfully, I could care less what other people think about me and I could care less about what they perceive the way that I'm living. Because if you're seeking the truth and you only know that and you're truly living in that freedom, who cares what other people think? And, and, And if they like what you're doing, great. And if they don't, they don't. But I wasn't at that point a number of years ago. And when I went down that hole, and, and you mentioned, and I have to say this because it is important, there's people out there right now that maybe they're battling this, and, and it was in the mind too, um, for me, and, and I did try to kill myself. Right on. And I tried to commit suicide, and by the grace of God, it, it, didn't, it didn't come to pass. And I think back at that, and I think back like, if you think about your darkest or deepest moments in your life, and then you look at the pinnacles, the highest of highs, okay? Neither of them, honestly, are like your reality. Because you're never living at the apex moment forever. It won't last. And it's the same with the lowest of lows. And you mentioned this, like when you're sitting on the couch, it makes so much sense to me now, but it wouldn't have back then, is that it just is. That is one of the hardest things for people to come to understand and to even appreciate. Life is not good or bad. It's not these labels that you talked about. It just is. It just is. It just is. We, the mind and society has an addiction to um, bumper sticker slogans and, and feeling good and happiness. To why, do you, why do you think that's the case? Like, why do we have to label everything? It's the, it's the mind. It's just the way the mind works. The mind works in categorization and labels and good and bad. That's the way the mind works. That's that's the function of the mind, right? So that logic-based mind wants to divide, separate, and see things as good or bad, black and white. That's just, and then because- Do you think that's ego to compare like, this is better and, or I'm better than this person because of this, or this situation is more advantageous than this one? Is it, is there anything in there, anything that actually has value even when you go back to survival mode, sure. right, of nature, yeah. of understanding, all right, well, this is not a good situation, so I have to flee it. Right. Versus this one I should pursue because it's actually leading me to something that could be beneficial. Right. Well, there, what we're talking about is the intellect versus intuition. Mm. And I would say that, um, I would say that you know whether something is going to be beneficial or not, typically based off of intuition. Okay. When someone says, oh, um, like this is going to be a right or wrong decision for me and I, I have to go think about it. I have to think about whether this is the, now you're in the mind. Mm. And now you're, you, th- you think that you're making a decision based on security or like, oh, I'm going to like do some calculation and sit and think about it and like weigh up the pros and cons. That's the mind. You're entering the mind at that point. Really, the, the truth is a feeling ultimately. This is my 
this is from my own personal experience. You have, you know, you found the truth in something when it's that gut hunch. Mm hmm. I know I should do that. That's right. It feels right. I know. I don't know why, but it, but it is, even though it might be scary in the gut, you know, it's like, that's it. That's the truth. The truth is not a science experiment. The truth is not a fact. It's not a data point. Uh, those things are not the truth because numbers and data change just like they always have throughout history. You know, what won't change. The truth will set you free. The truth will set you free. The society has, tr has tried to monetize the truth. And you see this in, I mean, a great example is pharmaceutical companies have tried to like monetize, uh, the truth around certain things. Right. So, um, if you really want to go down a rabbit hole, you look at the science of, let's say like something like big pharma, and then you could look at the other end of the spectrum with like maybe naturopathic doctors or something like that. Or you could say Eastern medicine, something that's more common in China, Japan, uh, India, where they're more like spiritual, they're more into like uh, acupuncture, et cetera. Like there's a huge difference between approaches to, let's just say pain relief. Okay. And pharmaceutical companies will say that we've done these experiments on X, Y, and Z. And that if you take this thing, that this is what's, this is the, the truth about how you can alleviate whatever is the new thing in today's society where the Eastern approach would be something completely different. Now, one's not right or wrong, right? But, uh, you can't, no one, I don't care how convincing your marketing is or businesses, no one owns the truth, right? And 50 years ago, that quote unquote truth or fact was different. So facts change, but the truth is just concrete and it's not something that comes from other people, right? So, we know this too. Another example would be if we think about a bird in nature. Okay. You think a, a bird in nature is living under facts and data points? No, no, it's flying free. Yeah. It's flying free. It's going, it's going to its own intuition. Nature goes to the beat of its own drum and nature's been around a lot longer than you have. All right. So clearly something is working there. Clearly something is working there. Um, I want to touch on this point though, real quick, because you brought this up. I appreciate you sharing something extremely personal with you. You're one of the few people in my life that I can say is uncompromisingly real. You are one of the few people that I know. I appreciate in that. Uh, I mean that genuinely. So, um, so thank you for sharing that when you were talking about that and then you alluded to the experiences of, you know, low lows in life and high highs and we never stay at the pinnacle. There's like a story of an old, um, monk and there's this man who traveled great lengths to go see him and he went and saw this monk who's like world renowned helping people find peace and freedom and all these things so the guy shows up and he says monk i am really struggling uh in my life um or like buddhist i'm maybe i'm saying the words wrong monk whatever but shows up to the temple and he's talking with him and he says i'm struggling i i need help and he looks at him and he says this shall pass so mm -hmm. the man leaves and he comes back six months later and he says, I've been meditating. I've been doing all these things. I'm still really struggling. I feel depressed. I feel burdened by thought. And he says, this too shall pass. He leaves, comes back a year later, sees him. He says, master, my life is amazing. This is the best I have ever felt. Thank you so much. And he says, this too shall pass. It all passes. It's all transient. Like good emotions, bad emotions. What does that even mean? We attach the label onto something, right? Like happiness and sorrow are two sides of the same coin. 
Mm. When you really see that, and I mean, you see that crystal clearly that they are just two, it's the same, it's literally the same thing. People say, people are hearing this right now. They're like, what the hell is this guy talking no, about? No, no, no. It, it makes a ton of sense because stress, anxiety, fear, all this stuff comes from ultimately wanting to be somewhere where you're not. Yeah. Whether it's an emotional state, it's a mental state, all this kind of thing. I want to be somewhere where I am not. He's saying this too shall pass because it is true. Yeah. It's true. There's freedom. There's peace in that. And if you actually have that mantra, it's, it's interesting you say that. I was when I was teaching in the inner city, and it was a, it was a blessing. There were some difficult days, and I had a, a mentor, Adi Pena, who now is a great leader in the Schenectady School District, and he talked about that with me. And he said, when you're going through, especially something that's difficult, understand that this too shall pass. And if you if you repeat that, if you understand what that means. Whatever it is that you're going through, whether it's something that's the hardest thing at that very moment, it becomes a little bit lighter. Yep. But when you think about it from the other end of the coin, when you're raising the championship trophy and the whole stadium is cheering and chanting your name, that will pass as well. That passes as well. Happiness is really just the absence of sorrow, right? I mean... Most people spend their their life in a state of anxiety and conflict. And so when they experience happiness, it's just that fleeting moment when they're free from the mind. That's really what mm. that is. It's a freedom from the mind. You're not burdened by thought or emotion. You're just you're just there. Like right now I'm actually not even thinking about anything. Now I spoiled it because now I'm thinking that I'm that I wasn't, right? Sure. I've spoiled sure. it now, I've entered the mind. But you know, just very peaceful, very happy because there's no burden of anything. Now um, you don't try to create that. This is this is where the problem arises. Don't try to create anything. It's as you said, it all passes. And so what can the listener do today? See the game. What Dan and I are talking about today is is we're explaining to you how the game works. Don't play it. Don't play the game. See the game for what it is and just watch it. The game is gonna con- the, the, the game is gonna continue to run. Let the game run. Don't try to shut it off. Don't play. Don't pick up the don't pick up the remote. The mind wants you to pick up the, the, the remote control and play. Don't do it. Now that's gonna take some time. It may take you like a year or two to like get to a point where you're you're truly not tempted to pick up the controller anymore. But by God, it's worth it. It just it I just can't think of any other way to live now. I mean, I don't want to make it sound like my I don't have troubles in my life or I don't experience anxiety. I still do. I don't play the game anymore. It just wow! It' amazing how quickly to see how these things. When you don't like latch on to the thoughts and emotions like you used to, boy, life is a lot more peaceful. And and it becomes a little bit more easy. And I don't mean like oh no, definitely easy in terms of nothing like you said bad happens, but you're at ease, dude. And things manifest way faster. It's crazy because there's no conflict. You're not getting in your own way. So the flow, because nature's flow, the way that nature works is a mountain stream, right? Water flows downhill. So when you think about the way that a, a stream flows down from a mountain, we are all energy. That's just physics 101. We're all energy. So when the water flows downhill, which is energy, and it hits a rock, it, go, it bounces off the rock and goes around it. 
That's why Bruce Lee says be like water. Mm. So what happens is when water hits the rock, most humans are trying to push their way through the rock. Dude, just bounce and go around it. Let it go. Let it all go. Honestly, it's just life has become way more easy doing that and just not engaging in conflict. And it's all, all conflict is self-conflict. No, your neighbor's not an asshole. It's self-conflict. Oh, no, that what that girl said to you is, you know, oh, they offended you. It's self-conflict. No, it's, it's, it's you thinking that you're so good that they can't say those things to you. Totally. It's, it's ego. It's ego. You think that you exist. You really believe that you're this real person. You really believe that you're Mike Morelli. That's the mind. The mind has played a magic trick. The, that is the... Dude, you want to know how good the mind is? It has literally convinced you that you are who you think that you are. You are not who you think that you are. Right? You are not this... You are not Mike Morelli that's on your birth certificate. And that, you know, your parents told you your whole life that you're extroverted. And, and you, you know, you're this. And you should do these things. And you're so good when you do these... No. That's not really you. And if that strikes a pang of fear in the listener, it's a good thing because you have so much, you have infinite potential. If, if you could be willing to just discard some of that story when you shed some of those layers, that's the, that is the hardest layer to shed. You know, you know, what's coming into my mind right now is the scene from the lion King. Dude, tell me, tell me what scene this is. So, so Simba, right. He, he left the pack. He goes out there and he's he's living free. He's with Timon. He's with Pumbaa. He's he's embracing life and everything that comes his way. But then he gets too much and caught up in in the thought process of the expectations of having to go back and to you know be the great king of the land and you know live up to the expectations of his father. And and I love the Lion King in terms of like morals and stuff that it teaches kids. But I'm trying to think about this in a different way and to see it differently. And he's looking into the reflective pool, and he hears a voice, and it's like an inner voice, and it says, "Remember who you are." Oh God! Remember who you are. I need to rewatch that because he never really understood who he was. He knew who other people said he was. He understood the expectations on his life because of the situation he was in and who his parents were and and what society at that time, the animal kingdom, and everybody expected from him. But he didn't know who he truly was to live free. But when he was out there with his friends, he was doing that. He was actually living free. And it's a totally different way to look at the movie. Oh, wow. But I challenge people because the thing is, in your life right now, as Mike had mentioned, there's so many expectations on you. None of them matter. There's so many thoughts from so many different people. And with all due respect, their thoughts don't matter for you. Like, if they are good-intentioned and they love you, what they say has value because of who they are in your relationship with you, not necessarily what they say. Dude, that's beautiful. I, I never thought about The Lion King like that. Wow. That's brilliant. Yeah, it just, it just makes you realize we are on a journey. And the journey of life is a beautiful thing. And there could be a lot more peace. There could be a lot more ease. There could be a lot more enjoyment. You could truly live it to the fullest if you are free. But your freedom comes from within. And you have to choose it every single day. And you have to just live. Yeah. Just be. It's, it's the only journey 
well, I can't say it's the only journey, but it's one of two journeys that I could say is genuinely the most worthwhile that I've ever undertaken. Every other journey that I've undertaken is really, uh, it really pales in comparison to the, and, and dude, I mean, I, I feel like just to, just to say this point as well is like the intention has to be pure. I can tell for the both of us, freedom is, freedom is something that it's, it's innate in us. I don't know why, man. Honestly, I don't know why. I've really sat down and I even asked my parents like, you know, what, did you see signs or clues of this when I was a kid? You know, because I don't know literally why it's in my DNA that I just have such an obsession with freedom, but it's just there. And I feel like the same with you. I mean, you can just tell, like, you can just see it in your eyes that freedom is like a, it's not even like a, a value that you chose. It's just there. You don't even know why in a way. So I just want to preface, preface that, but it's the, it's the most rewarding journey I've ever take, uh, undertaken in my life because I feel like I can finally say that I know what peace feels like for the first time mm. ever in my life. And, and like, I definitely don't want to like go outside of that. I don't want to create, I definitely don't want to create an attachment to it, but like just freedom man. at the end of the day and just, just being in contact with reality, being in contact with life, who we were meant to be, just the journey to coming home. Mm, coming home. I love that. Well, this has been epic. It's always a pleasure to have you in my presence and to be in yours and just to share, to share because yeah, life really has no value for not sharing it with people who understand it to the core and you get it, you're living it. You're inspirational. I hope that people can take something away today to realize that they can live in freedom, that they can detach themselves from the mind and realize that today is the day that it begins because it's the only thing that we have. Yeah. Just start over. Just give yourself permission to just start your entire life over and just allow yourself to admit that if you wasted it up to this point, that's totally fine. It's totally fine because I've been there as well. And uh, take the dog off the leash and just let let the mind do what the mind does. And uh, if you do that over the next few months, you will shed a you will shed a skin every day. Remind yourself multiple times a day to let that dog just run around the yard and just be free. And in, over the next couple of months, if you do that consistently, you will shed a skin and you will start to know the truth of yourself. I believe that with certainty. Amen to that. Amen. Yo, thanks, man. Yeah, you, I mean, it's you are been... savage. <laughs> you got to get on red meat though again, dude. I, that's that's blowing me away. I, I never would have guessed that. You know, here's the thing. You learn something new every day about different people. Sure, sure. And the other thing is there's different approaches, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. And that's what makes life beautiful. And there's so many people to encounter out there. There's so many opportunities. There's Many things in the course of a day that are going to come our way. Hopefully, we have it with an open mind and open heart. Good things are bound to happen. Next episode, you'll be hearing me only eating salads. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Man. Thanks, brother, man. Another one in the books. Thank you, Mike, for sharing the time with us. This is the Life to the Fullest podcast, EF3 Life platform. Keep living life the best that you can. Keep being free and understand that you only have one life to live. So live it to the fullest.